0: Welcome back, my friend, to the show that never ends. Step inside, step inside, step inside. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to Richard Bay Talk. Uh, I'm Richard Bay with my producer, Albert Reynoso. You know where that hello, uh, we know where those words come from, right?
1: Uh, yeah, that's from uh, ELP, Emerson, right. Lake, and Palmer.
0: That's right, mm-hmm. right. I thought it would be, uh, considering what we've gone through this last week, the show that we've had. Uh, Beyond just the indictment, but the people talking about it, uh, I thought that would be an appropriate way to begin this show. Uh, But let me begin it by just returning to the foundation of all of this blather and talk and dissection that's going on across the media. In my opinion, it's a prima facie case, one that's accepted as correct, until proven otherwise. Did he mishandle sensitive government records connected to the national defense? Check! United States nuclear program, defense and weapons capabilities of both the United States and foreign countries, vulnerabilities of the United States and its allies to military attack, plans for retaliation in response to a foreign attack. Okay, those things don't have to be classified. Under the Espionage Act, you it, it, all that is said is that uh, it, it, it's the unauthorized retention of national defense information. Let's say of all these documents, none are declassified. The Espionage Act doesn't care. So as much as we've pondered Trump's assertion that he can just mentally declassify everything that he touches. He's like, Midas touched things and it turned to gold. Trump can just touch things and they turn from classified to declassified. No, under the Espionage Act, that doesn't even matter. And most of this stuff you've heard this week is, yeah, but what about Hillary Clinton? What about Hillary Clinton? Now, whether the emails on her server were classified after she viewed them or before that's another debate that's going on it's it's moot i mean this whole thing with going back to hillary clinton is like oj simpson saying well what about klaus van bulow he killed his wife and he got off so how can you put me on trial You got to remember, with Hillary Clinton, they were screaming, lock her up. Trump was promising he would have a prosecutor uh, put her behind bars. So if, let's say, you think that Hillary Clinton was a serious case or, you know, a a case deserving of prosecution, how could you turn around now and say this isn't? Uh, You know, on, on on the other hand, these cases are very different. In the Hillary Clinton case, what they eventually decided in terms of not prosecuting was that every case that was ever prosecuted, like this one, involved intentional and willful misleading of classified information and intentional misconduct or efforts to obstruct justice. It's in the legal practice, mens rea, meaning that you willfully did something. There was no way to prove that Hillary Clinton willfully did this thing with her server uh, for any reason other than that she thought it was convenient. And they go the BlackBerry and the, the, the bleach and stuff. Let me, if Trump had thrown all of these documents into the bonfire, you wouldn't be able to prove anything. There wouldn't be a case right now. You need evidence. So Hillary Clinton says she destroyed these things because they had personal information on it, personal emails, uh, things that didn't relate to government business. All right? That's what she says. You may believe her, you may not believe her, but in a court of law, you need evidence and you cannot prove that what she destroyed was not of a personal nature. We can prove that the things Trump had, that he showed, that he willfully moved around, that he lied about, that he made efforts to hide from those who uh, legally were obligated to care for these documents, all of that is right there in the indictment. Now they go, oh, this is weaponization of the FBI. Weaponization of the FBI? Hey, remember this one? Take a look at that first pick. Let's look at it. All right, there it is. Brett Baer, Fox News. Uh, Hillary Clinton is heading likely towards an indictment. FBI sources. Who are these sources? Did we ever try to discover who was leaking at the FBI? And look at the date up there. What does it say? November 2nd. One week before the election, Fox News is declaring Hillary Clinton is is going to be indicted and dragged into a courtroom. And Trump, Trump used this on the campaign trail, saying that her indictment was coming. All right. But we never, the FBI sources who were these FBI sources? You want to talk about affecting an election? You think that didn't affect the election? All right, and then there's the other thing you hear over and over again. Oh, this makes us a banana republic. How can you indict a former president? Well, two things happened this week that demonstrate that it's, it, the U.S. is not a banana republic if it follows the law, if it places no leader above the law. Actually, my light just went out, but okay, so I'll do it like this. Um, One of them is this. Can we see that other picture? This is uh, Nicola Sturgeon. She was the first minister of Scotland, which is like their prime minister. And uh, she was indicted for fraud. And then there was Silvio Berlusconi. He died this week. Oh my God, he was the prime minister of Italy. How many times was he indicted? The Israeli president, uh, Moshe Katzav he went to jail for years. For what? For rape. Um, let's see, uh, Sarkozy indicted, the prime minister of France. The Korean president has been indicted, if anything. This would demonstrate that we are not a banana republic, but in fact, we are a legitimate, mature democracy where we adhere to the rule of law and that no one in the country is above the rule of law. So it's the exact opposite as always. Now, when the uh, indictment was announced, I flipped between the channels and I was on MSNBC going to CNN. And then I went, what is Fox News going to say about this? So I flipped to Fox News, and this was um, what they had on their screen. Can we see that? There you go. Oh, you can't see it because got it's being blocked. Biden, can you take my picture off? Is there a way to do that? Okay. Biden administration indicts a presidential rival. Uh, that's what they were saying. Victor David Hansen was there, and he was... Um, you would have thought this. He was like uh, the reporter who saw the Hindenburg crash. Oh, the humanity. This is the worst thing in the world. How could this happen? No, oh, I never thought I'd live to see the day that something like this would happen in America. That was Fox News. The Biden administration indicts a presidential rival. No, no, no. It was Jack Smith who came up with the indictment. And it was the factual evidence that indicts Donald Trump. Not Joe Biden. And you got to remember what Steve Bannon said as we journey through this week and possibly more after this. And that is the way to deal with our opposition is to flood the zone with shit. That was Trump advisor Steve Bannon. Flood the zone with shit and we certainly got enough of the stinky poo during the course of this week. Um, Some of it was on Fox News and on television, and some of it was on radio. Ben Shapiro, who to me always sounds like an auctioneer who went to his son's birthday party and sucked on a balloon. uh, He had this to say, can we see that? He's in the the documents, not for any nefarious purpose, but because Trump likes things and so he takes them. By the way, that's not even unique to Trump.
2: Bill Clinton, (laughs) really liked a lot of the stuff at the White House. And so he just took it with him when he left in 2000. You remember this? He like, took the cutlery in 2000 because Bill Clinton is trailer trash. But it is an amazing thing that they're now talking about prosecuting Trump over mishandling of classified
0: documents. Uh, it's an amazing thing. Trump took them because he likes taking things. Yeah, he likes uh, if he sees a pussy that he likes, he goes and grabs it shoplifters take things because they like taking things. Bank robbers, carjackers, they all like taking things. (laughs) That's an excuse? And Bill Clinton, because he took the cutlery? Here we're talking about nuclear secrets and military retaliation after an attack, and you're talking about cutlery? Not to mention the fact that when it was pointed out to Bill Clinton and and, uh, Hillary, that they couldn't keep this crap that they took from the White House. They returned all of it. Trump didn't do any of that. Now, um, wait, this one. Oh, I, 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 I screwed you up. Did you get Lindsey Graham on there, Albert? Do you have that? Yeah, sure it? I do. Okay, good, because I went a bit out of order there. This is Lindsey Graham twisting himself into a pretzel, pretzel Tr- on with the George Stephanopoulos on ABC this week in order to defend Trump uh, watch and this. sir
1: and right. I and I've heard that I've heard your attack on President Biden and it's just yeah. I've heard your attack on Hillary Clinton I've heard your attack on Bill Clinton what I've not heard from you is a defense of Donald Trump's behavior and why you think that's the uh, kind of uh, behavior you want to see uh, in the uh, president not, of the United I'm, States
2: uh, I, I'm not. I'm not justifying his behavior. If it were up to me, nobody would take classified information. But you're endorsing him for president of the United
1: States. It. You're saying he should be president of the United yeah, States. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I think what's, what's happening here is trying to
0: delegitimize him. <laughs> it's trying to delegitimize him. You are delegit. The indictment. Yes, it does delegitimize him, with fact with substantiation, with crimes, I, 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 but I still support him. I'm big on national defense. Oh, what the heck? Who cares if he had, uh, If you know, this week it came out that Kid Rock had been on the Tucker Carlson show and he said, That Trump had shown him all sorts of stuff with maps and diagrams when he went to Mar a Lago. And he said, I said to him, Should I be looking at this kind of stuff? I don't know why Jack Smith didn't uh, subpoena Kid Rock. Who knows what he may have seen. But now we're going from some of the sublime to the ridiculous. Mark Levin, (laughs) the legal analyst on Fox News who looks at any moment as if he's in a cartoon and steam will come out of his ears. Now, I worked at ABC and I I didn't know him well, but I would see Mark there. And at one point we were set up to co-host a show together when, when my conservative co-host didn't show up. And uh, I think the PD thought Mark Levin would just shred me. And in fact, uh, to be honest, i was a little trepidatious i said oh my god i'm not a lawyer he's a lawyer and we went on for an hour and i'll tell you something oh he's he's very adamant about ranting and screaming and he even knows the facts on his side but that's all he presents he never has to hear other facts other legal precedents that contradict his assertions. In short, <laughs> this circus clown, he wouldn't be in a court. I know he was in the, you know, he was in the DOJ at one time for two years under Ed Meese. But <laughs> if he had this kind of behavior in a courtroom, he wouldn't last 10 minutes. Take a look at this.
2: They criminalized a damn document case. To go after Donald Trump is sickening. And I would say this to our fellow Americans don't be bamboozled by these cable channels and these fools who come on and tell you, well, he's not above the law. Are you kidding me? Democrat Attorney General in New York, Democrat Prosecutor in Manhattan, Democrat Prosecutor in Atlanta, Democrat Attorney General in Washington, D.C. What do you mean he's not above the law? There is no law. What's going on here is a disgusting disgrace. It is war on Trump, it is war on the Republican Party, and it is a war on the Republic. The radical left is doing what the radical left does. I'm done and I'm sick of it.
0: Hey, they say Donald Trump needs a lawyer to represent him Uh, coming up in the process of this indictment i think you found one right there i mean come on come on and um you know he says democratic prosecutor democratic christopher ray republican james comey republican as a matter of fact you could go all the way back to the very beginning of the fbi there has never in the history of the fbi been a democrat who was appointed uh, the chief office in the fbi no it has not happened okay and trump's own attorney general he's a republican he says the evidence in this indictment is damning that's what he says so what did what happened today Trump called him a fat pig. (laughs) This is where we're at, folks. But here, Tammy Bruce is a um, commentator on Fox News. She used to be a Democrat. But for me, she provided some of the biggest laughs of the week. Listen to this.
2: In the face, not just us. But Washington and Adams and Jefferson and Hamilton and everyone who came after Lincoln, everyone who died on the field at Gettysburg to save this nation. That is who is being punched in the face right now. Donald Trump, thank God, he is willing to still stand for us and for this country, her past and her
0: future. Oh, you left out the D-Day invasion. What about the guys on D-Day? How could you leave them out? This is such a big offense to them. Hamilton and Jefferson. Uh, I, 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 what, Adams? I think she 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 had Adams in there. What about Madison? She left out Madison. Oh, come on, Tammy. What, what are you doing? But look, this is what people... P, Lindsey Graham, when he was on television, he says, I want to tell you what Republicans are thinking. When he answered the questions, he wouldn't answer them with an honest evaluation. He said, "No, I'm here to give you the Republican side. That's the Republican side." You know, one Republican analyst said, "When you have your your um, uh, radicals on the Democratic side, they're radical in terms of their progressive policies. When you have." Republicans, on their radical side, basically, you have the lunatics who have taken over the asylum. And that is the difference. Okay, so, oh, how can I leave out Ron DeSantis? <laughs> so Ron DeSantis is going, he's walking this tightrope he doesn't want to he doesn't want to offend the Trump supporters that he wants to vote for him. He doesn't want to attack Trump. So he will attack the DOJ. He'll attack the FBI. And as he's gone around the country, I think this was North Carolina. He said this in a speech before Republicans. Take End a look of the day,
2: at this. we will once and for all end weaponization of government under my administration that will happen
0: weaponization of government this is a guy that 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 fired a prosecutor who didn't do anything but just spoke out about uh uh, you know some uh, law in florida and when it went to court the judge said Ron DeSantis, the governor, has not only violated the U.S. Constitution, he's violated the state constitution. This is a guy who went after Disneyland, Florida's biggest employer, spends $1.2 billion a year in taxes to the state coffers. And he went after them because the CEO said he didn't agree with one of his laws. He's going to end weaponization of government. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's a comedy. It's a comedy if it wasn't so sad. All right. uh, Let me not leave anything out. So uh, I, I, I guess that about covers it. A lot of that stuff maybe you haven't seen. I don't I didn't want to go over everything you know, that people have said about the indictment in the past week, because you've probably been following it. But uh, now for something completely different, as Monty Python used to say, uh, we just passed through Father's Day. And I, I always miss my father, but I especially miss him on Father's Day when I think about him and the things he taught me. He was the, he was just the greatest. And I think I'm very much like him if I can say that. So late in life, when my mother died, he had five years before he passed away. And he used to call me 10 times a day. And I said, I'm never not going to answer the phone. I'm never going to spend a month where he doesn't, where I'm not with him for two weeks. Because he was sliding very slowly into Alzheimer's. And I thought, what can I do to give him something that he can look forward to every week. And the two things that he used to do, he would go to the movies almost every day and he would go to the early bird special and then ask for a senior citizen discount on top of the early bird special. I mean, he had a way of finding the most inexpensive dinners anywhere in Palm Beach County. And I used to come down and I... I'd go to the movies with him, and I'd I'd go to the early bird special with him. So I thought, hmm, can't do much about the early bird special. Although what I did do was I picked up a bunch of menus in Florida, and every night I would say, what do you want, Chinese, Mexican, uh, Italian, uh, hamburgers? And I used to have food delivered to him, so he would have a substantial meal. In the dinner, rather than going to Costco, I'd ask him, what did you have for dinner? Oh, I went to Costco and, you know, they have all those free samples and they had no dad. That is not dinner. So the other thing he did was to go to the movies. So I came up with this idea. I was on the radio that every Saturday I would ask him to join me to do movie reviews. And it became one of the most popular elements of the show. When I flew my dad up to New York and we would walk around Times Square or Hell's Kitchen, people would come up and go, oh, you're Richard Bay. Oh, you're his father. Oh, my God, I love your movie reviews. And he was so elated to have people recognize him and compliment him. So I thought it might be a fitting tribute to him to um, use one of those. Uh, movie reviews that we did together dick and dad go to the movies now the original is much longer because he had about five or six movies to talk about so i've edited it down so you don't have to listen to movies from 10 years ago and a description of their plots and everything else but i i think it's fun to listen to and in some respects i'm very happy to have this remembrance of richard bay Senior dick and dad go to the movies listen to this
2: down in delray beach florida there isn't much to do but go to the early bird special and go to the movies and that's just what dick bay senior does every week he sees everything he doesn't eat everything at the early bird special but he sees every movie so on saturdays he can talk to his son as dick and dad
0: go to the movies Hello, Dad, are you there? I am here. Hey, how's the weather in Florida? Very beautiful. Boy, you saw so many movies this week.
1: Yes, and I'm going to tell you about them quickly because I know you haven't much time.
0: No, I got time. We can talk yeah. about them. You saw well, one yesterday that everybody wants to yes, see, the, the phone booth. The one, the
1: one that I saw yesterday was the phone booth with Colin Farrell. And I'll tell you, it's a blockbuster.
0: Yeah, now, it's, it's set in New York, right?
1: It's set right on 53rd Street and 8th
0: Avenue. Oh, you're kidding me, right, right down the street you. from where I live. That's where the whole... You are kidding off. me. No, I'm not kidding. Oh, you. he's trapped in a phone booth and there's a sniper. Yeah, that's right, but, the, but the, he's
1: in the phone booth and he can't get out of the phone booth, but the guy, the guy threatens to kill him. So you're telling me the whole movie is
0: set in a phone booth?
1: It's, it's Actually, most of it is set in a phone booth.
0: And it doesn't get boring?
1: No, sir, it gets thrilling. But it's anyway, definitely, it's, an it's excellent a excellent thriller, and I
0: recommend everybody to see it. Keep you on the edge of your seat. Now, you saw one movie that you hated.
1: Oh, I thought it was terrible.
0: What was the that? core
1: about the... digging a hole in the earth and going to the center of the earth. It was really a bad movie.
0: What do they find in the center of the earth? <laughs> what could they find? It was, it was rotten to the core, I That's guess. Rotten to the core. But it's got Hillary Swank in it, it who well, was the Academy Award it. winner for Girls I Don't. I don't care if it's
1: got Hillary Clinton in it. It wasn't that good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, did you stay for the whole movie? or... Uh... Not really. I got bored to death with it. <laughs> the core is a bore. But you the... saw one more movie that I forgot about. What a Girl Wants. Oh, What a Girl Wants. That was very good. The
1: young girl in that. Is very good. She's a new actress.
0: Yeah, she's got it. She was on Nickelodeon, I think. Amanda That's Burns right. she got yeah. it on
1: Nickelodeon. That's yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, she was excellent in it. But it was a very good movie. Very good family movie.
0: Yeah. So take the kids to see that. But if That's you're an adult, right. you could enjoy it too.
1: That's right. An adult can enjoy it too. Right. It's, I highly recommend it.
0: All right. Boy, you saw it. It looks like you saw a movie almost every day. That's right. It's
1: a wonder I don't mix them up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, well, today, is there an early bird special and a movie for today?
1: An early bird special for today? Yeah. Well, there's, there's one that's out there now Yeah. that uh, I can tell you about. I don't know how good it's going to be, but uh, I'll take a look at it. Let me see if I can find it here.
0: Anyway. No, it's okay, Dad. Nobody from here is going to the Early Bird Special in Florida. You never <laughs> I was know. just wondering uh, because you find some. When I went down there with you, we had a whole buffet dinner for, what, $4.99, and then you got the senior citizen discount right, right. as well. All right, Dad, you're going to have to get out of that phone booth, and there won't be any sniper there because it's time for me to say bye.
1: Okay. I we'll love you. Take a walk down 53rd Street and see on 8th Avenue if you can see the booth. I'll there.
0: tell you one thing I'm not going to make a phone call from there. <laughs> okay. All right, thank you, dad. All right, take care.
1: Oh, oh my god.
0: <laughs> oh my god, do I miss him. <laughs> he thought maybe somebody would come down from New York and go to the early bird special. All right, he passed away in 2007. Uh, but someone else passed away just this past week and he was a good friend uh, to my tv show and i really liked him a lot whenever we needed a guest at the last minute he would show up and uh, so when he asked me to come and show up at a uh, church festival in jersey city where where he was the grand marshal how could i resist so i went and yes Pat Cooper was the grand marshal and I went to his um, uh, celebration street fair like it was. All right. But he was on the show at one point where I had sort of a joke at the, at that point in time, um, Kathy Lee Gifford was talking about her little toddler son and Rosie was talking about her little kids. So I said, what I need is a baby for my show. And I, I called him Little Porker, like Kathy Lee Gifford had, Little Parker. And it was a doll that I threw in a crib and he had a voracious appetite. And uh, Pat Cooper happened to be on that show. I think, I think he was hilarious. He cracked me up. It cracks me up when I watch it now. So let's remember Pat Cooper, who passed away this week. Let's remember him together with a good laugh. Watch this with the king of nice. My next guest, my next guest is a household name. And I'm sure everybody in this audience knows and loves and has laughed with this person over the years. Pasquale Caputo. Huh? Pasquale Caputo, you don't know Pasquale? Oh, please. One of the biggest names in show business better known as pat cooper let's bring him
2: on up oh that's
0: good. oh, no. oh no. That's good. But you know miss the cause. Oh, Pasquale. Why what is wait. your
2: problem? What? what? Calm down. What is my problem? You're the guy now, that's always calm screaming. Down. You got the pork kid over there going to wind up getting operated on. <laughs> Did you bring something to Porker? I pour brought a little... you Italian soup because you're sick.
0: <laughs> you brought me some Italian <laughs> yes, soup? Yes, Italian soup. Oh, Pasquale. That's right. Hey, is, is Porker hungry over there? <laughs> what are you going to do with You're crazy. It's
2: frozen. You'll kill the kid. Ah,
0: come on. Here, take some soup.
2: They don't oh, eat anything. There you go. Okay. That took me four hours to make that, and he throws it into a doll. <laughs> you know what that's called? <laughs> As they say in Italy... <laughs> uh, no. no, but where, where did you grow up? You didn't grow up I in I grew anything. up in Brooklyn with more brains than what you just did for that kid. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, well, I grew up... Right, you know, right over the bridge in Far Rockaway. Well, you grew up under the bridge. <laughs> I grew up over the bridge. Now, but you, but you wait a second. You always do talk very loud. You gotta talk in my neighborhood. Your father go, come home, I'll kill you. You gotta go home. You know what you're doing is holding the world. Is there world, anybody? Whole is old. there anybody? Finish talking. For oh. Is well, this I'm, the big time? I'm new at this. Well, you know. Is this the big time? But well, you've done the big time. You've done Johnny Carson yeah. and you've done Jackie yeah. Gleason and David Letterman. And I'm on my way out now that I do your show, right? <laughs>
0: But, nah, no, 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 no! But folks, I've done this show ten times. Why are you busting my heart? Ten horns times. For. Every time we
2: call, I'm surprised you always say yes. I'm afraid you're, not to say yes. <laughs> Why? You're probably to get hot as a pistol, and then I'm dead. <laughs> you never know who's going to get hot in this business. You always be nice and cordial. She's love to have the next show. You'd be nice to her, otherwise. <laughs> You're yeah. out of the business. Yes.
0: Well, well, I've been uh, lukewarm for many, many years. You've been great. You have sustained
2: more than a lot of them. You got Lawrence Walk's sister here opening for you. What more do you want? You got Polish things, you got Italian things, you got this lovely lady who's a grippy, grappy, groupie. What <laughs> more do you want? And that's wonderful. You got guests that nobody have the chutzpah to put on the show.
0: That's right. She flew
2: in for this nonsense. At least I got a little car ride, she would have a couple of bucks and I was here. But you... you wait a minute, let me finish talking. Yeah. But wait, she wrote a book about. Some it's a great book, by they, the way. It is. Did you read it? I read everything. I take no chance. Well, no, it is. It's, it's,
0: it's, it's, and it's very well written,
2: too. It's written in, in no, English. Well, really, thank you. I would you know, it, I'm a writer. It's written in English, too. Yeah. Yeah. It is written in English. I with the biggest and the best. Well, wait a second, but you've had. But we never so went well. to bed with anybody. You're, you're, what? We never went to bed. You've back. been married to the same woman? I don't care about being married. Nobody what? made an offer. How many... I swear to God, I'm in this... There were never any Pat Cooper groupies? There was one grippy, one grippy. (laughs) Guy to walk with a lampy, so where's Pat Cooper (laughs) here?
0: You've been married. Wait a second, you know, because I know that, you know, I I have never been married. I'm married 34 years. Wow, congratulations. Ah.
2: Now, those of us who can't, you know, who haven't found the way to sustain a marriage for that long. Very simple. We have to adopt babies. No. Here's the way you do it. You want to sustain your marriage? Don't live with each other every second. It's no good. Disappear for three, four years. (laughs) Please. I'm serious. I'm serious. Because you, you live and work together all the time, it becomes very boring. You disappear. You go to Europe for seven, eight years. You come back. You wave, <laughs> Hawaii. You send the money. Always send the money, and then
0: you're in good shape. Well, let me ask you this: You're very—you're uh, almost the age of my father. I'm sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. Well, my father is seventy-one. Just okay. turned seventy-one. Where do you get my father? The sweetest man in the world, but—and he takes vitamins every day. He eats no fat food, but he's. You know, he's walking around like this and shuffling a little bit. Oh, Richard, so nice. You, come on, just, like, like a 16-year-old kid who's had hormone you shots. You want the secret? What? Yeah. Oregano.
2: What's Italian you, oregano. You smoke it or no, you... No, no, oh. you just put up your nose. <laughs>
0: My father takes cayenne pepper.
2: But see, a lot of that stuff is okay. (laughs) Vitamins is okay to a point. The natural food. When you buy broccoli, eat broccoli. Don't put it in a pill. All eat right. the food. Eat <laughs> wow. the vegetable. All right. Here Everything's I'm... in a pill. I got the soup back. <laughs> that's great. He's been oh. nibbling it. At... Look at this. You're it's gonna love that. This soup. frozen ice cube of soup. Okay. Right. I'm gonna... All right. I'll right. never gonna... hurt you. I promise you right now. You will wind up having a great, great, great sex life after eat that we're, soup. If that's the case, <laughs> I want some. let's, mi- Biddy, catch. Let's microwave this. We'll eat it by the end of the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. We're gonna be right back with more
0: entertainment. More <laughs> nice show. Oh, man, that still cracks me up. Oh, Pat Cooper, miss him too. Anyway, oh, I should, I should have told you beforehand that uh, a beautiful young lady sitting next to Pat Cooper, uh, that was Pamela DeBars, who had written a book uh, about all her intimate relations with um, relationships with rock stars. And it seemed like she knew almost everyone. Anyway, we've had this intimate relationship here over the Internet, and I want to thank you for joining me. I also want to ask you to subscribe and please share this on Facebook or wherever else you could post it. Um, And um, we'll see you next week. As always, all my best. Take care.